Uh, right. Do you guys remember where we left off? We had uh, basically we're on the ship. I believe. Uh, we were just leveling up and getting all sorts of uh, free magic items. God damn it, Kevin. You want you go too far. <laughs> never, never go full retard. The bluff is just like, yeah, we just leveled up. Mm-hmm. Keep trying, Gavin. Never never, never give up. Never surrender. Indeed, you guys had just sailed away from Kasserat, leaving it in your rear view. Your ships don't actually have mirrors, but you know, hey, what the heck. This one does. <laughs> <laughs> It He's gets, got like one of those yeah. pocket mirrors. You can flip it out, and you're like, eh. "It's accidentally misaligned. Lights the sails on fire." Oops. There's, there's like a giant like bedroom mirror we found. Hey, them attach it. <laughs> Seems like an effective weapon. He's got like a little pen, and you're writing on the bottom. Objects and mirror, mirror closer than they appear. <laughs> Objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are. That's not the meatloaf over there. Oh yeah, here, here, we we get a fist bump yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. That was like the first rock and roll album I ever had. Really? Yeah. It's a great album. I grew up pretty conservative. <laughs> so like my sister snuck home bad out of hell too. And I, I got to listen to it. I was like, it kind of warped my mind. What well, was the movie with him and Patrick Swayze? Uh, Meatloaf? N- yeah. Meatloaf was in a movie with Patrick Swayze. They were truckers. No fucking clue. Oh, no. It was a great movie. Actually, I think I know what you're talking about. It was like about. Black Dog or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds real I want to watch that. You, you need to watch it because he goes full meatloaf. Yeah. I like, wanna, he's like crazy. I want to watch that shit. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good movie. You need to watch that shit. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. All right, so your sailing goes mostly smooth. Uh, By dropping a few degrees south, you're able to catch the trade winds that follow the coast of Nimpash. So uh, I know everybody can't see it, but I did a little map here. But basically, as you guys drop down out of Kasserat, instead of fighting the trade winds to the north, it's easier to kind of just drop down and grab these trade winds and head up the coast. When you finally reach the northern tip, uh, competing trade winds create rough sailing. You see here is the this nor, uh, east-west trade wind kind of meets this north-south trade wind here. Uh, this area around the tip can be pretty rough. That's why most people actually uh, following this trade route would actually go far north and skirt the coast of Faradon because then it avoids the rougher winds uh, in the area here on the northern tip of the continent of Nimpash. Trying to avoid the Faradon slip. Pretty much. Fortunately, you guys don't run into any major storms, and the crew is able to manage the fairly volatile conditions. Um, the crew uh, very quickly are crediting Roddy's presence uh, for saving them from the worst of the winds. They seem to think you're responsible for this, even though you don't have any particular feeling that you are. He's a reverse Jonah. Well, if I know Roddy, he won't take credit for something that he's not responsible for. <laughs> Come on, guys. I've never done that. Oh, never. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I just yeah. <laughs> After a couple of days, however, the the crew is very tired of pretty much nonstop action. So while although there are no storms, it's th- this takes uh, this takes some tough sailing to the constantly changing winds and and try to actually make headway. Um, but you do you finally get through the worst of it, and you are able to skirt the southern tip of Ist- uh, Iviston 
and make your way back up around the other side. It's easier uh, because, once again, the, the trade winds kind of go around the northern uh, top of the continent there. So instead of fighting the winds and taking the short route, you actually go around. It's much faster. And this map is up online. So if you want to check it out there, you can kind of see what we're talking about. But, uh, you know, the point being is that you guys got some sailing time in. Uh, even though, like I said, even though it's a long way around, you guys do find it easier to go around the continent and make your way up uh, to Caliban. And it takes you about three weeks to get there. Uh, and finally, you sight the port of Caliban up uh, in front of you. Uh, from a distance, nothing seems amiss. But as you sail closer, you start to notice troubling signs. Uh, Roddy, the first thing that you notice is that Fort Croi, which is one of the, it's actually the major defensive fortification, although there is an opposing one mm -hmm. on the other side of the bay that was much smaller, but it lies mostly in ruins. Oh, that's bad. The other defensive emplacement, um, you see a fair amount of rubble, but it still seems to be at least partially intact, and some of the siege weapons that would have uh, been there, you can see, are still there, although it shows signs of battle and trouble. Uh, you also see the hawk, the the hulk, the hulks of several sunken ships in the bay. Uh, you also see three other ships anchored further up in the bay. They fly the flag of the Caliban Navy, uh, but Roddy, you know after a little bit of looking that you've never seen these specific ships before. Okay. Uh, as you get close, Captain Lena hoists the clay signal flag, and the lead ship inside replies in kind. Um, now you know that. That means they are aware of what the play signal would be. Yeah. So I hope, like, right, I'll look at the others and like, all right, here's, here's the issue uh, so far. Uh, Fort Crowi there uh -huh. stood during the Faradin invasion. Mm. Faradin didn't crack that. Yeah. So that's already bad. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't like there, that. There should have been mages and wizards up there helping defend it along with the ballista. Mm -hmm. Do you suspect uh, perhaps it was not an outside siege? I, I'm wondering. Um, mm -hmm. I also, I don't see the flagships, right? You do not. Yeah. Like, so the ships that are in there fly the flag of the Caliban Navy, mm -hmm. but you know that these are not the ships that used to be the ships for the Caliban Navy. Yeah. So, during the Faradin War, there was two large ships, the Impudence and the Arrogance. The Impudence was for the flagship of the King of Caliban, who died in the fall. The second was the Impudence, and that was the Admiral's ship. That was the one I served on. Uh... They are two of the most formidable ships in the world, even now, 100 years later. I don't see them. Curious naming conventions there. Well, uh, so Faradin told Caliban to submit. Uh, and then the king at the time basically told him to go blow. Faradin, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Gilgamok said, your impudence and arrogance will destroy you. We thought it was kind of fun. I mean, I wasn't around at the time, but they thought it was kind of fun to name the two flagships. Uh, actually, that is, that is fun. I, I <laughs> applaud them for it. That's actually pretty great. Quite wissy. I like it. Uh, sadly, the king died in the fall. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, oh. that's that's history. Uh, well, you know, also, Gilgamark was defeated. Right. Well, mm -hmm. sort of. I mean, well, you know, present events notwithstanding. Shortly after, Caliban uh, decided to make the Admiral Duke. Um, and that's kind of the history of it. But we've those ships have sailed and been taken care of for a hundred years, and at least one has always guarded the port of Caliban. And both of them aren't here. Both of them are missing. That's mm -hmm. have they ever had to replace uh, boards or other parts of it? 
Well, yeah, I mean, you have to upkeep it. Very I mean, frequently. Then are they the same ship, Roddy? <laughs> are they the same as all? Yeah, the blood stays. Oh. Well, that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got me there. Yeah, we've, we've had that discussion before. <laughs> blood soaks into the boards and has a preservative effect, apparently. So. <laughs> but I, I kid you not, they're short of the queen of the sea. They're two of the most dangerous vessels in the world. So I don't know what's going on. So as you guys go into the bay, now it's a good-sized bay. There's a reason why Caliban is a popular port. Um, but at the same time, it, you can't. there's no real docks that most ships can sail up to. So most ships will anchor in the bay and then shuttle cargo or people back and forth. And that's where Captain Lena heads. She's able to uh, slip into the bay just fine. And she anchors as close to the, the shoreline as she can. Now, Roddy, at this point in time, you're you know you're kind of looking around because this is your home. You yeah. You know, and you see other signs that there's been struggle and battle. Not mass destruction, mm -hmm. but there are buildings. So you see that have been burnt down. There's some some destruction here and there. The other thing that you just kind of notice is that there's not as many people as there should be. It just seems not. A, it's not a ghost town. Yeah. But it's nowhere near the active port that you were used to. This this is wrong. Uh, there should be way more people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's possible they could have escaped into the interior. There was always plans for that, but this, this is, something's wrong here. So with the ship at anchor, uh, Captain Lena orders a launch. She, and she comes to the fore mm -hmm. of you. Like, well, gentlemen, I have no idea what to make of this, uh, but we will remain here and at quarters until we hear from you. Lena, can you see if we can figure out what's going on from the rest of the fleet? Can you send another launch over to one of the ships? I'll, I'll, I'll send some of the men over and see if we can gather information. We're, uh, we'll head aboard. And you know the other ships are there. These are ships of war. Mm -hmm. These will basically be larger frigates. Yeah. Um, you know, very similar to like what pirates would use, actually. Yeah. They, do, do I assume, um, <clears throat> madam, that you're going to keep this ship ready to uh, leave at a moment's notice? She goes, yes. We, we, I'm going to keep us at quarters until we know more. I mean, if, if you need to run, I, well, I don't know what's going on, but do it. I mean, I, I can take care of us. This is my home. But And you can tell that she's not, I mean... Lena is uh, mature and responsible enough that she's yeah. definitely holding it together, and she's going to hold her crew together. But you can tell she is; she knows that we, you guys, could be in deep. Yeah. So she's she's keeping a keen eye. Well, and right, it'd be like you know, like about ten knots further down the coastline, there's a, a break in the seawall where a launch could land. If it goes sideways, take the ship there. She she nods. I want to say to uh, just to establish. Uh, I would definitely give Roddy an Eagle Eye Elixir and a Juggernaut Mutagen okay. to hold on to. What, what a fucking champ. <laughs> yeah, man. Can you imagine it? What, I, a, what a G. Well, I'm not just going to like make some shit and keep it all to myself when no, something that, might come in handy. No, that would mm -hmm. never happen. That was, I can't imagine. For no I, reason would I ever I, do wow, that particularly forgetful. That is amazing foresight. You are, you're good, man. Yeah. You're good. Well, you know. you go. Character development. <laughs> Player development. Yeah, <laughs> there was a uh, so after the last session, were there some words? <laughs> come, come, Ethan, out to the parking lot where we will talk about all manner of things. We just meet you in a dark alleyway, and we're just sitting there. We're just like, we just want to talk. Hold him down. Get your licks. <laughs> so as you uh, you make you get your little launch and you head towards one of the smaller docks, a couple of the larger docks have actually uh, looks like they've been destroyed or partially destroyed. Uh, as you tie up your boat, a trio of bugbears approach you, followed by a hulking half-orc of astonishing size. Apparently it's Miller time. <laughs> Rodney sneers, because, you know, he's definitely not racist. 
<laughs> against orcs. I was going to say, they're just charming giant goblins, and goblins yeah. are adorable, right? Yeah. I don't speak orc. I speak goblin, though. Uh, actually, I think you're good, because goblinoid is uh, bugbear talk. Huh? I, I speak orc. They're, they're of the goblinoid race. I had to learn what they were saying. They're the alphas and the goblins. Oh, I thought he said orcs. Uh, it's three, uh, it is three bugbears <laughs> yeah. and a large half-orc. Oh, I, I heard the half-orc, and I was like, damn, I don't speak orc. I speak, I speak yeah. orc. You look at him, and you're like, this guy's a little more like three-quarter orc, but he's a, he's a big hulk of a... It's enough. Hulk of a warrior there. He's... Awful. So, so he kind of stabs a meaty finger at the four of you. Mm -hmm. Big boss wants to see you this way. Who's the big boss? You see, come. All right, we got to make one stop. Hang on. You work for orcs now. I uh, sure fucking don't. What is... What? Yeah. So what we're I, saying well, is... He bloody knows you. We well, so we appreciate his request for our presence. And because it amuses us... We will, uh, we'll go. Acquiesce yes, to his yeah. Exactly. That's how this is going to uh, go. Yeah, all right. We'll go, but we got to make one stop. Now, you notice, Roddy, that uh, the, where, the where he points. Yeah. Because he's pointing at a building. You can see it. It's a little ways off. But you know this was the naval headquarters. Interesting. That's, That's the building he's pointing at. Roddy is fair mind fucked, to put it bluntly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as we're going, uh, and you tell me, in, in the headcanon, there's a uh, uniform shop. Called Madame Tussauds. <laughs> <laughs> is it standing? It's all melted. Oh, come on, guys! Um, it's wax. You know what? We're we're gonna <laughs> roll. We're, we're just gonna roll that. Roll. Roll. Because um, the destruction in the city isn't astounding. Yeah. You know, you, when you look at the destruction, you see that it looks more tactical now yeah. that you're up close. I mean, there were obviously some buildings that caught. You know, you say you set dock on fire. There's some buildings that maybe that didn't get put out in time, and there's some collateral damage, but. but there wasn't mass destruction in the city. Right. But, you know, something shit happens, right? Oh! oh that's a seven? No, that, that's all it, at one, isn't it? Yeah. Is yeah. it? That, that's a one. No, that's hundred. No, hundred would be... Uh, hundred, zero, zero. Zero, zero, and then... So oh, that, that's, that's the okay. tens. That's the so one. So that's one? What does that fucking mean? Um, that, that's either really good not, or really not bad. Not only is your beloved... Uh, shop gone, but what other things do you love in the city? Because they're all gone now, too. So, in uh, in Call of Cthulhu, that would be a crit success. <laughs> uh, so the building is there. Yeah. It doesn't. It hasn't been destroyed, but this uh, shop has been thoroughly looted. Oh, god damn it. I'm going to go in and look around anyway, just because just Roddy has no uniform, <laughs> and this is bad. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty thoroughly looted. Uh, there's some of the machinery. Yeah. It doesn't look like whoever looted this was completely destructive. Yeah. But it's pretty bare. Damn. Perhaps is, is, they, it, uh, is it worth rolling? Yeah, there's there, okay. there, there ain't jack shit in here. Perhaps some impromptu crafting. I could sew some pauldrons onto your... Wait, now... There's, there's not much. I mean, now. the material in here is gone. We don't have... Like I said, we don't have time. They didn't come in and bust up the place. Like I said, most of the machinery is there. Although whoever looted it wasn't completely gentle. But... The, the the product is gone. Is, Mad is Madame Tussauds there? She is not at the okay. moment. Of course, like I said, once again, this area seems to be... A lot of people missing. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a lot of people not around, especially as you get closer uh, to the docks. Now, as you're walking to the naval headquarters, the, your little monstrous crew kind of follows you. Mm -hmm. They don't say much, and they, they're not... They're just following you, making sure yeah. you're heading the right direction. You act, But you do notice that several patrols of mixed races, orcs, half-orcs, humans... Uh, bugbears, hobgoblins. You can see kind of stabling, standing guard at corners or patrolling this area, um, kind of keeping eye. 
this is right strange. I mean, there's a, there's like a orc town to the west. Um, this isn't it. No, no. But yeah. I mean, I think these are, I think these are the people from that town. What was it called? Uh, safe. Uh, Stormhaven. Stormhaven. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, sometimes we've had dealings with them, but they've never, they've never done anything. Perhaps like they've this. been recruited. Possibly. This, this is strange. Hmm. Now, as you approach what is officially the House of the Admiralty, mm -hmm. uh, that was its official name, but everybody pretty much just called it the you know, Naval Headquarters, uh, you see a makeshift gallows. Four relatively fresh bodies hang from the gallows, with nearby there is one headless corpse. That's not right. Uh, you soon, however, see the missing head mounted on a pike near the door doorway into the building. Anybody we know? I feel I feel at home already. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check over there, Roddy. Uh, twenty. You don't know this person or the ones in the, the gallows. You don't recognize them. Mm -hmm. But these were obviously by their dress. You can tell these were most likely Caliban nobles or aristocracy mm -hmm. of some sort. They you can tell by their outfits. That's that seems to be yeah. who they are. Um, now seeing this, the the half orc that's kind of with you, you kind of hear him chuckle. And he leans over to his, his buddies, and he's like, mm, big boss feeling bloody today. <laughs> I'll, I'll say an orc, like, who were they? <laughs> I mean, he literally shrugs his shoulders like, mm, big boss want men dead, men die. Right doesn't, like, public displays of gruesome executions are, are not Caliban norm? Like, no, no, I mean, like, this, this little subtext of, like, Roddy didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, like, will remember the, that. The yeah. guys don't say much other than, like, one of them opens the door, um, which you don't know. It wasn't locked. He just kind of opens it and looks at you guys. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, if you, you guys head in, you actually see they kind of nervously wait outside. Yeah. I mean, I'll go in first. Now, Ruddy, you've been here before. So, mm -hmm. you know that the, the main door just kind of goes into a hallway yeah. and leads down to what was always called the, the war room. Once again, you know, firstly, this... Officially, this is called the map room of the Admiralty, but everybody just called it the war room. Yeah. Because it's got big tables and maps. The hallway leading up to it, there's, like, art of, like, previous, uh, like, Caliban victories. Is it still hanging? Yeah, and this area doesn't look to be either looted or anywhere destroyed yeah. or anything of that sort. It seems pretty well intact. Uh, now, you know, you do notice that there had been some changes, but mm -hmm. it doesn't look like uh, they were necessarily recent or dramatic. Like, you're like, well, no, that, that's a different painting. Um, that got moved. Um, there was a painting of uh, Admiral James defending the uh, impudence in the bay. That's uh, one of the ones that's not there. That's a shame. I'm actually it, in that one. There's a, there's another painting there, <laughs> uh, but it's not. All right. It's not that. This is strange. They've changed the art. Is there any? Is there anyone else in this room other than just us? Uh, like in the hallway, anything? nobody. But you guys haven't gotten into the map room yet. But yeah. as you make your way down, you'll the doors are open, so you see that there there are people in that room. Like it, it, right next to the other, it's like I don't know what's about to happen. Stay frosty. Mm -hmm. Got it. Burn the place down. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Well, right. as you guys kind of walk <laughs> into the door, uh, you there's a group gathered around one of the main tables. Mm -hmm. um, Roddy, you actually recognize two people. Mm -hmm. You don't remember their name, but you know these were former naval naval officers that mm -hmm. are old enough they should have been retired by now. Yeah. Uh, but they're kind of standing off to the side. They they actually see you and they kind of nod uh, in recognition. Also in the room are two half-orcs and wearing captain's jackets. Yeah. 
There's also a toothy bugbear who's we're really wearing nothing but a loincloth and a tricorn hat. Yeah. <laughs> looks a little comical, but he, he looks he looks rough. He, he he looks like a tough contender. Question, those captain's jackets and, and the tricorn hat, do they appear to be looted, as in they were taken off of bodies? I mean, they're for the Caliban naval? Um, they, they do, yes. They, they, they were wearing uh, a, basically not a full uniform, but at least the coats and hats. Um, you know, it's hard to tell. They, I mean, they may be a little tight, but there's no obvious signs that they were looted. Okay. Uh, they're they're fairly well kept. Roddy, like, walks up and, like, does the Caliban salute, which is basically, like, the the clenched fist across the chest and, like, you know, you raise your, like, heels and click them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, First Lieutenant Roddy and compatriots, what the fuck is going on here? So standing with his back to you is a shirtless but heavily tattooed human. Mm-hmm. He spins quickly while wiping blood from his hands on a small towel and beams with a devilish smile. Pleased to meet you, gentlemen. I'm Alder Billet Smiley III. Blah, blah, blah. There's more that goes with it, but the Duke of Caliban part is the important part today. Hang I'm on. I'm so glad that you've returned my Baron to me. I have need of him. Yeah, Lord of the Red Sand Shores and all that? Yes, yes, yes. And Harrison of the Golden Fleece. Oh, yes, I see you heard it. Like, I've heard it like 50 fucking times. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> heard it a lot recently, <laughs> admittedly. Yeah, I've not, heard, and, I've, not I've heard in a, a while. I've heard it a lot, too, from Alder. And, and Roddy, okay... This is Alder. Oh, you fuck. recognize him. <laughs> he looks different. Oh, no. Yeah. In many ways, you notice different. Like the tattoos are new, um, <laughs> and he seems grimmer. Yeah. And you see noticeable scars that you know weren't there before. <laughs> you know, it's funny. As you make those noises, I am also making those yeah. noises. Looking between the two of you, and you know, I was confused by the name change initially. Anyway, and now even more so. Al, what is going on here? And he kind of stops, and you know, you can see him change his demeanor a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know, and you were a little surprised that when he spun around, the 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 command that he had. Yeah. It was startling to you how much he reminded you of his uh, his ancestry and how yeah. you know how they were very stern leaders but at the same time also had a gentle hand uh, and but as he kind of looks at you and you see that slump uh, return just a little bit and soften just slightly he says well it's all your fault but it's a long story <laughs> how dare you <laughs> may I ask another question <laughs> how similar do they look uh, Roddy and Alder? I mean, not, no, not, not at all. Not at all. Okay. No. God dang it, how did we he, fall for that? Did you mention he was wiping blood from his hands? He, yes. Yeah. Is there a corpse on the table or something like that we should be aware of? There is not. Okay. They just got done eating. Okay. <laughs> so eating what? That's kind of what I'm... More like, uh, more like who? Yeah. Oh, goodness. No, you don't see any particular <laughs> blood in the room, but like you can tell from his hands that, yeah, I mean, yeah. there, there was blood there and he's wiped it mostly away now. So, um... Guessing the de- deposing part's over. For the most part, we there's still some holdouts. <sighs> right. Um. Well, here we are. Good, good, good. Um, I'm sure you have many questions. <laughs> a plethora. Many. Yeah. Lots of questions. Yeah, plethora so he he kind of looks around the room. He's like, gentlemen, if you'll give us some time, I believe you have your duties for today. And they, you know, one by one, everybody nods. And the, the two former officers, yeah. I say former and now current officers, they they stop and they give you a, a little bit more of a nod, Roddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they move on. Yeah, um, the same thing. 
So after they file out, uh, the last one closes the door. Uh, Alder goes around and sits. There actually is kind of a desk on the side. He mm-hmm. kind of goes and sits, not behind it, but in a chair kind of next to it and and leans back. So, so, Darren, or so Baron Daggergreen, are you willing to provide one more service for the family? You know I sir, Val. Good, good, good. I guess now's as good a time as any. Ask your questions, gentlemen. happened after it left Al and the rest of you guys kind of see uh, again him kind of further slump in the chair and look down uh, and you're not quite certain what to make of it uh, you know as far as the the demeanor but he looks he looks at Roddy differently for a few moments you know instead of the powerful commanding leader you, you see a little something else and you're not certain what it is you definitely know it's familiarity but you see a softer side <laughs> Don't you fucking look at him. <laughs> Says, well, you know, I admit, Roddy, after you left, I was I was depressed. But I was wallowing in the past. After a few weeks, I, I, I snuck back into the Caliban. It, I didn't know what else to do. A, a family friend put me up and kept it quiet. Things had already changed for the worse. The new aristocracy, he says, kind of rolling his eyes with uh, obvious disdain. They had already gutted the Navy and levied new taxes. Uh, they were going to conscript and wage war. Uh, more than one of them had had ambitions enough to be the new king. They wanted all of Iveston under their thumb. At first, it just depressed me even more. And, and, and then I snuck into the old estate. It, it had been fairly looted, but I was hoping to maybe recover a few family heirlooms. And I did. In, the, in one of the sub-basements, I, I found areas that they hadn't found yet. And was able to retrieve a few things. One of the things I found was great-grandfather's letters. There were quite a few. I, I, I never knew they existed. So I kind of took to reading those once again, hoping that I'd find something that would help pull me out of my depression and give me some idea of what I should do. My life had been ruined. I had lost everything. I'd lost my family. I'd lost the, the, the family holdings, the family name, and then I lost you. And he looks a little upset when he says that, but he... I, I deserve that, Al. Um, but tell your story, don't tell mine. I have to admit, I read something that changed everything for me. Something about you, and, well, I read something about him. You know, for all his bravery, every battle he waged, he, you know, he wanted none of it. It, you know, as I read those letters, I saw a man, he was full of fear. He was certain his death was close at hand. He did not expect to live through the war. James was a man, Al. Same as anyone else. But that's not how he was ever presented to us. He was bigger than that. But now I finally saw, I I realized how much more like me he was. He wanted nothing but peace. I I grew up on the legend of the family, thinking I was going to be, be one of these great heroes. And I realized that he never wanted to be a hero. All of his actions, all of his bravery were in spite of his fear. Uh, he just knew he had to take action. He had to protect people. So that's what I decided to do. I decided to be like him and to be like you. Do something and protect these people. I found a few of the old Navy men around that were still willing to be loyal and, and we stole a ship. I had a plan. You see, once they gutted the Navy, they also decided to uh, do away with the old agreement with the pirate nation. With their civil war, they thought it was a good time they wouldn't be able to retaliate. 
So they passed orders for the defenses to go ahead and fire on any pirate ship that came within range. And he kind of points out, you know, he waves out to where the some of the defenses used to be. Took a little doing, but I managed to get uh, an audience with the, the pirate queen. She was sympathetic, but she had her hands full. She did have extra ships, however, at her disposal. She just had no one to crew them. Apparently they have a steady supply. She said if I could find some crews for the ships, she'd be happy to give them to me um, under a few conditions. So I did. At that point, he kind of laughs a little bit. You know, you can see him chuckle to himself. He's like, well, uh, that's, uh, that's how I managed to get some of these scars. You see, I went down to Stor Stormhaven and spoke with some of the Rock Tusk leaders. Well, uh, orc negotiations can be a little brutal, as you probably well know, but... Mm, I'm aware. <laughs> but I managed to come out of there with their aid, or with promise of aid. In return, Caliban would recognize their claim on their land and sign a permanent alliance. So, with six crews, and, or six ships and six crews full of warriors ready to fight, we made good on my first promise. We... We participated in a well-coordinated surprise assault on the horse fleet. Our sailing was not up to par, but uh, we had enough veterans to get the job done. Those horse ships were too focused on the clay ships used as bait. Uh, before the, uh, By the time they noticed us, it was too late. The rock tusks may not be great sailors, but they are effective in battle. We sent several horse ships to the bottom that day, enough to make them with, to withdraw from the open conflict, uh, for now at least. Then about two weeks later, we sailed back to Caliban. Uh, we made no effort to, be, uh, to bargain or siege. Such times for the, time for such matters was long gone. It was a pretty br bloody revolution, but too many of us had too much knowledge of the city and its defenses. Didn't really last long. Two days of hard fighting and the city was ours. Uh, the new leaders here hadn't had time to finish all their, their raising and training for their new army, army, and it was still pretty divided in loyalty. Our quick frenzied attack didn't give him much of a time to organize. Since then, I've been trying to set the city to right, but to my enemies, I have shown them no mercy. There was one among them. He was the primary ringleader, this whole coup. Like I said, he was very clever, very ambitious. He was already calling himself the king. I've been trying to convince him to help me negotiate the surrender of, the force, or of, his, of his forces still holding out. But he was too proud and stubborn. With that, he kind of gestures out towards the front of the building. I'm sure you saw him on the way in. He goes, but now there is one last promise I got to keep. In order to gain the aid of the Rock Tusks, well, I had to promise to aid them in return. So while we were gone, with many of their warriors gone, some of the other Orc tribes decided to take advantage of it. I'm, I'm afraid that they've been quite put to the task. Apparently there's a new leader organizing the Orc tribes. He, they call him their God King. And that's where you come in. Arriving just in time, I want you to go kill this god king. Without a strong leader, the tribes will go back to fighting amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, sounds like a pretty average day for us. You guys want to go kill a god king? I mean, uh, what's uh, a little political assassination amongst friends? Say, let's, Jeez. Yeah, yeah, well, it's Tuesday. Time to kill the god king. <laughs> I, you know. Things changed. I remember, remember a little boy begging me not to go off to kill orcs. <laughs> now, now you're asking me to go off and kill orcs. And, and he kind of like looks shyly away. Yeah. Said, well, there's a time where a boy has to become a man, right? Isn't that what you told me? Yeah. Yeah, I said that. Oh, Roddy, one other thing. 
And he hands you a piece of old, very old parchment. Mm -hmm. I said I learned something about you. I found this in the diary. Yeah. He like unfolds it, reads it. Um. So, and you can tell that this is in James's hand. Yeah. Like you you recognize it. You actually knew that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's in his words. And you can see that this is the middle of a letter. So this isn't the first or last page. It's somewhere yeah. in the middle. And you read the the first paragraph, and. Says this Roddy is more than he seems. I have hopes that one day he'll grow into a great leader. It would solve my dilemma, after all. As much as two holdings sounds grand, the citizens of Caliban deserve someone strong looking over them, and I do not relish the idea of my descendants having more than one place to fight over. No, if he proves true, it is my intention to turn over all my holdings in Faradon to this refugee. After all, he has more claim to it than I do. Who better to set Faradon right than one so affected by all its wrongs? His long life makes him the perfect leader to ensure that the past is not forgotten. I must make plans on how best to guide him. It's always been my plan to turn Faradon from a dangerous enemy into a valued ally. And now that we have the upper hand in this war, it looks like maybe it'll be over soon. And I really have to think, start thinking about how best to govern. And then that's the end of the page. Hmm. Well, I'm sure he meant well at the time, but <laughs> it wasn't worth governing at the moment. <laughs> And and that Alder looks to you, and once again, he kind of has sadness in his eyes, but yeah. he, he smiles. He says, but Roddy, don't you see, you have proven true. So I'm going to fulfill that promise. I'm going to pass my family's claim to you. The Red Sand Shores are yours. <laughs> but, but you've always said that they're yours. <laughs> De <laughs> Deca, we've been over this. <laughs> I'm not certain. Uh, have we? Yes. There was a whole episode <laughs> that I know you didn't listen to. I know. I, I, guys, I, I might not have been in my right mind at the time we were listening to that, but no, I remember that you're a pretender. But now that, now, I mean, he's not wrong. Now, I mean, now that you're actually rich, yeah. how can, what I'm wondering is, how can I take advantage from this? So, well, what I do tell, I stand You need a game. retainer, right? Don't you, high priest? Well, hey. the, uh, well, what's funny is if I ever get to the Red Sand Shores, we're going to find hundreds of derelict ship carcasses in a dead city. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, <laughs> right for the picking, you say. Yes, yeah. sweet. Possibly haunted by thousands. <laughs> Ripe for the picking, oh. you say. <laughs> Didn't know ghouls could live that long. Uh, that weird. Or... We're going to find out. <sighs> Rod... where, where would they find enough negative energy to fuel their existence? I can't imagine. <laughs> Roddy kind of like sighs and like pulls a, a ring. I'm going to retcon something if you don't care. <laughs> uh, pulls a, a ring out of his pocket and hands it over to Al. Like, eh, this belongs to you then. Uh, I'm assuming it is. It's, it's a signet ring, yeah. He, he hands it and... Once again, he looks a little sad, but he puts on the brave smile and sets the ring down. Um, and then we'll like take like an hour or two to info dump to <laughs> Al like everything we've fucking done. Uh, yeah, sure. So he actually orders in some some food. Yes, Caliban clams. <laughs> it's not like human, is what, it? What no. do you recommend? Uh, what do you recommend to get here, Ronnie? The Caliban clams. Oh, okay. Hmm. Do you, do anything you serve else? anything but clams? No, just clams. <laughs> yes, but you won't like it. <laughs> we can have the bugbear prepare some of their traditional repast. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some, like some waiters bring like a a, a giant tray with like a be like a live person on it. Roddy's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like the guy comes into the room, sees a signal, immediately turns around and just walks right back out. <laughs> 
Yeah, we've added a lot of bugbear dishes to the menu lately. Yeah. <laughs> it's fresh. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> are these clams steamed, by the way, or fried? Uh, however you want. No, because I like them fried. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that sounds. These are good, steamed by the way. Fried. These are nice and they're not they're not too chewy. Well prepared. Possibly some fine orcish wine, whatever's left. I don't know. Is this actual blood in the wine? <laughs> I've never had that before. Is orcish yeah. wine just uh, ever clear? That's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's jungle juice, man. They just have a, a big can, a trash can that they yeah. pour yeah. whatever they got into it. But he's like, Al, I, I'm sorry. I am. I still don't think I'm wrong. And he does the thing where he doesn't really say anything, but you tell he's having a hard time looking at you in the yeah. face. He, he, he just can't quite muster a response or muster to muster to look at you yeah that, when you say things like that he always glances away but uh, i'm starting to realize we're all part of a bigger picture here and i i think you found your place in it says, well maybe our destinies lie in different directions after all and like roddy kind of like like has his fist on the desk like kind of taps it but he he doesn't know what to say like there's just that awkward divide between them now um, and like you guys take the time to eat and like I said, you're going to info dump to him and you can tell that he's taking a long time to process mm-hmm. uh, the information and you guys have the time that there's, you're actually able to go out and look because from this side of the building, you can look out yeah. on the city and most of the rest of the city seems to be okay. Uh, most of the, the damage seems to be down near the docks. Yeah. Although um, he tells you that there is still fighting in places in the city, mm-hmm. uh, and they're still trying to root out the last of the forces and figure out who is loyal and who's actually not. Al, where's all the people? And once you get like in the city, you'll see them. Yeah. Like, for now, we we need to keep the docks to those who have absolute need to be there. But the city is open for the most part. Okay. And he points over to one of the districts, and he says, uh, we have some troops over there for now. Uh, there's some holdouts in in one of the old estates. They they fortified it. Um, one thing that's um, I guess the notion has been troubling Father Becker. Um, does he see any of the humanoids, um, you know, committing horrors upon the populace or anything like that, or do they a, a pretty are they pretty well healed? Um, not really. You don't see anything that's particularly bad. Although they sh- do they do seem to really enjoy intimidating people. Okay. But they're not like, uh, you know, now we're going to torture somebody in the square just for fun. Ha ha ha. Uh, They're not. No, they seem to be restrained for the most part. And actually, if you look around, like I said, the the main person of the city isn't being, there's not a lot of patrols there. And uh, the ones that you do see seem to be more humans. More of the the non-humans are down in the the dock area. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you you, you know there's a force somewhere out in the city there where, like I said, they're, they're currently laying siege to an estate where there are opposing troops. So you imagine there's probably quite a bit there. But for the most part, the city seems to be kind of okay. Uh, if you could go out there, you would see a lot of nervous people trying to go about their day, but nothing particularly amiss. Like I said, the orcs seem to be pretty restrained, but they sure do enjoy... Um, like I said, the shit they say is sometimes terrible. Yeah. But okay. but they all just, they're just all chuckling and laughing. A lot of cat calling, basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, Al, do you have all this under control? He, you, yeah, you kind of see him give a, a little bit of a shrug, and he says, I sure hope so. Uh, once these promises are fulfilled, they should go back to their home, and we can avoid some of the chaos. But until we've got the city firmly in our grasp, I still need them. Where's the impudence and the arrogance? He kind of looks out to the the bay, and he says, I believe you passed him on the way in. God damn. 
Can they be raised? And you kind of see him, you know, once again, do that look away thing. And he says, sometimes you have to accept necessary losses in order to move on. They rolled anyway. We can build new ones. <laughs> yes, we commissioned the disreputable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of random rotten, uh, yeah, bad words. Here's the bug band. Here's the half hole. Yeah, <laughs> Enjoy. All right. Pride, pride of the fleet. This is the coup smasher. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else for a moment. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, wait a minute. I don't know. This is the big daddy, and this is the polar bear. <laughs> um, I guess we'll head out in the morning, Al. I mean, yes. I don't, don't know what else to say. Well, I've got something to say. Um, what do we know about this uh, God King? Um, any, any intel you've been able to pick up that we should be aware of? Um, and Ronnie, like you, I don't know if you want to give a little bit of a primer, but you know that. There's a good section of the Iveston that once you get uh, to the west of Caliban, uh, when you get over towards the mountains there, that's a lot, lot of orc territory, a lot of, uh, you know, the non-humans, these monsters, races. There's quite a bit that goes on there. It's a pretty volatile area, but usually it's just a lot of tribes. They do a lot of warring with themselves. Sometimes they raid. Sometimes the raiding gets a little bit much and the troops would be raised to go kind of, you know, see what you could be done but then you can never get them all so a few years later it's when, to it. when alder the second died um the orcs came from those uh northwest uh mountains in the Iveston chain um that's where roddy went hunting is those mountains that's where he disappeared for a couple of years so mm-hmm. um the last time they raided a half crazed elf went after him uh, it's been relatively quiet since then. <laughs> Interesting. Do you have any more information about this elf? Well, uh... <laughs> what does he look like? Give us a description. He's about this tall. <laughs> he looked like me, but he was covered in blood most of the time. That son of a bitch. We'll make him pay or actually use his services. I'm confused again. It, more the latter. Either way. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like the political situation, quote unquote, has always been very volatile out there. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as who's in charge, well, it seems to almost change daily. So as far as like intel, you know a few things. You know some clan names. You know some history. But for the most part, it's clan just, Jade Falcon. It's it's pretty mass chaos out there. I was, uh, I was mostly concerned with the politics of one clan and mm-hmm. the eradication of them. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of. <laughs> well, and you do know it. Well, it's not super significant. The idea that some of them are uniting is a little scary because usually that's the one thing that keeps everything in bay. Yeah. Uh, so if somebody is managing to to kind of kind of pull them all together, that poses its own danger. Because they breed like idiocracy. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny. I almost got Ethan to spew his beer. That was close. <laughs> I'm sitting over wondering, like, you look like you almost timed that perfectly. You're like, Ethan goes to pull the beer up and, and you just might, might have been eyeballing that yingling. <laughs> that sweet, sweet, delicious yingling lager. A possible uh, sponsor close. there? Uh, <laughs> yingling lager, if you want to send us. You know, fun fact, yingling is the oldest brewery in America. Oh. Look at that. I see it's a traditional lager, original amber beer. Have you never had one? I'm sure I have. Oh, uh, okay. I'll so, drink it regularly. I'm going to have one in the brewery. Um, um, Al, are any of the shops open? I think And at some point I would have introduced everybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if I ever, ever sent a letter home or whatnot. They're sitting awkwardly to the side. For hours. <laughs> and watching this conversation happen. You, you like, and all uh, are eating some fried clams and they're just standing the, there. The weird sexual tension. Just one, <laughs> once in a while, like, 
I blew up the ship. <laughs> I, I will assure you that me. I will ask for fried clams if there are fried <laughs> clams in the room. And, oh, um, delicious. So, you know, you at some point you could have introduced them, but, uh, yeah. like, interestingly enough, he seems to be aware of who they are. Yeah. That's strange. Uh, huh. Got some, uh, I mean, that's only fair, it, I suppose. It's not without, like, reason I couldn't have sent a letter home, and I did send a letter to the Admiralty at one point. Maybe he's using divination to keep an eye on you and Hot. your companions. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> when you're sleeping and you think you're alone at night, Ooh. there's a scrying sensor in the corner. Roddy, I need to ask you about a really fucking awkward sexual encounter you had <laughs> <laughs> with some strumpet. What do they mean to you? We need you to go into great detail. Do you have any illustrations? It was. Uh, I'm not mad. It was just so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you can do better. <laughs> you can do better. <laughs> My heart wasn't in it. <laughs> that wasn't what was in it. I'm not mad. Oh, <laughs> so Come on, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Get to get into uh, after uh, Adventures Vault after dark territory again. Um, are in, are there any shops open up? We could use supplies. Most everything in town is is open. You should be able to find what you need within reason, of course. Uh, if, if you need to go mill about, uh, you're welcome here. Um, like, if, if nothing's really changed, Roddy will kind of tell them, like, hey, here's where the shops are, here's what you need, blah, blah. Yeah, like, when you get into town, like, things are fairly normal. You notice that, like, if people are a little less likely to be out and about, mm -hmm. people tend to be staying inside a little bit more. Uh, you know, like you get some nervousness and tension from people around because you know, hey, there was just a violent coup. Yeah, but nothing amiss other than that. You know, just a certain uh, trepidation across town. But pretty much everything seems to be open. There are people out and about. Um, although you know, as people kind of avoid certain areas, you know, nobody's heading down to the docks unless they absolutely have to. Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I want to shoo you three away or like. Just let the awkwardness ride between me and Al, and we all leave. <laughs> I do like, love the mental image of like you. You guys say something to each other. There's an awkward pause, and then like cut to one of us with like a clam, like <laughs> <laughs> get some dipping sauce, and just like mm. we're all watching, fascinated, like, mm. just sitting there with like some popcorn, just watching the awkward yeah. tension. Hey, pretty much. Like, do you have any lemon? I always carry lemon. Oh, that's a void scabby. Oh. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, you were talking about your ancestors. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Or so, something. Some stuff about old people that are dead. I don't I know. Say. So you, you had some bullshit you wanted to go over. Whatever. <laughs> Let's continue. Could, could you have more clamson in, though, before you do that? Because that'd be great. Yeah, I really don't know. I don't know what the character would do there. Like, uh, this is representing my own yeah. awkward. I mean, if you give us the sign that you would like to talk to him uh, in awkwardness alone, do, we'll go wander do you, around. Do you think you three can wander around Caliban alone without me? Oh, <laughs> I'm sure we couldn't we possibly will, find any trouble to get into. We will be f perfectly fine. All right, well, cut then. to like cut to like 30 minutes later, and there's a running disaster. gun battle in the uh, streets, <laughs> and we're like. Get him down, get him down. They're like, drown him, kill all them. I just run past you guys. Run, run. <laughs> what? It went real bad. <laughs> run for okay, the three, hills. Two, one, let's jam. Do, 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 do. Run for your life. Uh, I got you, Story-wise, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd shoo them out, and then they can have whole bunches of scenes by themselves. Yeah, let's go, let's go intimidate some bugbears. Because <laughs> you know what? Fuck those guys. Oh. Find me a hat while you're at. 
So kill a bugbear, take a strike cornet. <laughs> beat uh, him up in a dark alleyway. Are there any particular supplies you guys are after that are you know that we need to talk about, or is it just basic? Like you need to go get some shit. I might look around to see if uh, there's you know Joe's house of um, uh, of runes or something like that. How'd you get my notes? Uh, oh, <laughs> runerific. Yeah, yeah. R- would, runes are us. I would also be interested in seeing what runes might be available. Okay, yeah, to the um, local rune shop. Uh, what you guys are on about is anybody going to uh, clue in Captain Lena? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah here's what we do. No, leave her so, in the dark. So let's go. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's go to just where they can't see us yet, where the, and then we'll cover our faces in blood, rip our clothes, and just start screaming and running towards the ship, going, "Oh God, get underway! Get underway! Body's <laughs> lost to us! Oh God!" Uh, I You're I was looking at, holiday. at potency <laughs> runes. You guys weren't wrong. It's thirty-five gold for a. A plus one. It's nine hundred and thirty-five for a plus two. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's, uh-huh. a, it's a dramatic jump. Like holy Christ! Wait, it's thirty-five for a plus one? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a more expensive. Than I thought. I thought that. Uh, uh-huh. How much is for the striking? That's sixty-five. So it's thirty-five initially, and then yeah. So we probably don't have enough money for just a random striking. We may. We're, it sounds like we're going to have to earn it by killing us some orc leaders. Gotta earn, boys. So you guys are going to go mill around town, uh, password to Captain Lena that everything is okay-ish. And then Roddy apparently is going to hang out with Alder for a moment. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't even know if I want to roleplay it out. Because like, I imagine it's just awkward them hashing it out. Like, Okay, probably. is there anything you wanted to cover or are you just going to hang I mean, out? He, and- I mean, mostly he just says, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like, but he also doesn't feel he was wrong. Because he's like, we've almost died so many <laughs> fucking times. As if there's like an evil deity who just purposely punishes us. <laughs> <laughs> we sit down on these chairs and evil deity is just like cracks a bell. And you notice that he seems to be fairly resolved. You can see a yeah. lot of sadness in his eyes. Yeah. But you also see that he seems to be fairly resolved to his path. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not trying to like talk him out of anything. Right. Like... Well, no, but I mean, he's he's made peace with it in, in many different ways. Yeah. That this is the direction that he needed to go, even though that much of it makes him sad for many different reasons. But, you know, at the same time, you kind of notice that sense of purpose, mm-hmm. and it does seem familiar to you. You remember it. it he, he I, Well, I always said he reminds me of James the most. And never you know? more so than now. But, right, he's also sad because he looks around, and, like, if anything, this is what Roddy taught him, not not what he learned from you know, his ancestors. Like this level of harsh war. This is this is what Roddy taught him, not well, whether he meant to or not. And you would know that like, nobody had seen that since then. Not yeah. that Caliban had not been without hardship. Yeah, but you know, ever since the the Dark War, nothing like that had ever happened. Again. No, you know, no. so you know the Caliban, they kind of meet those you know these heroes. You know, James. These were almost mythical people at this point in time because of what they accomplished. You know, it's like, it's like the way we talk about, say like D-Day now, Yeah. you know, that it takes on this whole persona of its own, what these people accomplished uh, and nothing like that has ever happened since, but you remember it. Yeah. Roddy knew these guys Mm -hmm. like, yeah, they were, they were people at the end of the day, but so, you know, you guys can, you have that conversation and, and kind of just have a little more time yourselves but that's kind of the sense that you get he he is reluctantly 
realizing that this is what he has to do, yeah. even though if he knows this might not be what he wants to do. Yeah, he's he's picked duty. Well, and like you know, we'll uh, he'll tell uh, he'll tell Al about like the face tattoo and Raja and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't I didn't want this. And you guys can have that fun little moment where he's like pointing out his tattoo. Yeah, because several of those ta- basically, um, there's a lot of uh, orc tattoos here. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, concessions had to be made. You know, if I wanted their their acceptance, well, I guess tattoos are a small price to pay. Yeah, they are a permanent symbol. Yeah, even though like you know that like their methods are not anywhere near painless. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh god, those had to hurt. Plus, they probably look like shit. Uh, you know, some of them, <laughs> some of them do. Um, some of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can actually tell that they're not all work tattoos, but but many of them. I'm uh, I'm glad to see some of the stuff I taught you uh, kept. Looked like you needed it. And he said, some lessons are hard to learn and even harder to implement. So, uh, there you are. That is, that's Caliban today. Welcome to today's episode of the Caliban Gazette. And you guys, do you have anything else you want to accomplish by wandering around town? Get drunk. Get drunk. Okay. No. (laughs) You're able to, (laughs) no. Uh, when I can get a hold of a, a core, there might be a magic item I want to look for later. Obviously, I'm hashing uh, things out with my ex. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. I mean, so far this conversation appears to be going that way. Oh, you know, it's all got a big question mark on it. We'll let you figure all that out on your own <laughs> loves, later. <laughs> love's complicated, guys. That sounds like a rotty problem, not a party problem. You know, it, admittedly, there are a lot of details about your past that we have trouble keeping track of. So it's like, well, <laughs> I, maybe they're, yeah, I, you know, uh, let me go check my notes. Well, one thing I'm curious, I got called Baron and nobody blinked an eye. Well, previously you were claiming to be a duke, right? Right. I mean, so no, that's right. Totally like two steps below. It's so the Baron I mean. who cried wolf. <laughs> yeah, but then the actual duke was like, "Hey, Baron." Yeah, but at the same time, he called you the Baron of Green Dagger, uh, and yeah. you've you've talked about living in the forest before, and you're an elf. So I mean, that's not that's not I uncommon. Think you did cover that. You were granted a piece of land. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are really accepting of that. <laughs> that is like one of the least shocking things you have said. If there's one thing I can't stand, if there's one thing I hate, it's a man who owns a bit of land with trees on it. You bastard. Apparently, I own a lot more. They've become. <laughs> oh wow! You own some land that is populated by undead ships and like negative energy creatures. Congratulations. Like, they've become so desensitized to fucked up shit that that doesn't even register anymore. You can't like, buy a house. Whatever. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you rent. Is it a gated community? Oh, great. Yeah, now you're uh, now you're the man. I hope not. It didn't used to be. <laughs> Gnomes have taken it over while you're Welcome gone. to Zombie Town. You appear to not fit the credentials. Yes. You've, yeah. got, <laughs> you've got a choice. Either we turn you into a zombie or... Hang on, let's convene. Let's talk about this for a minute. (laughs) Fireball! (laughs) Pros. Alive? A long time? (laughs) Not alive, but existing. Cons. Endless hunger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But forever! Oh, how's that that different from now? (laughs) I wonder if anybody's pitched that to Ethan. Do you realize the knowledge you could accumulate if you were an unliving creature? How how do you feel about liches? Note to self. How does one make a phylactery? There's a bit of a power vacuum in, in <laughs> Faradown at the moment. If you, I hear there's an opening. Liches get stitches, just so <laughs> you know. That's, that's a lot of effort. You could just become a vampire. You just got to get bitten there, and then you're, you know. Right, but I'll need a castle. Oh, yeah. I, have a big I think that, valley, that valley we passed 
Over there looks pretty nice. Build a bridge over Who lives there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the Valley of Crow Rise? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes there. Nobody goes there. <laughs> the All Valley right. of Laser Raptor Instant Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you guys have decided to go out and seek out this Orc God King and see what you can do about, uh, about some killing there. Seek yeah. out is a good way to say assassinate. Hey, where, where's Roddy spend the night? <laughs> <laughs> on the street. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's an inn like 40 feet over there. It's only partially burnt. They Their benches don't even have spikes on them. Uh, actually, you guys could go to the estate. Uh, nobody's currently using it, and much of it's been looted, but, I mean, it's intact. I mean, you could just go sleep there. I mean, Roddy, didn't you say you had a place around here? Uh, I do out in, my, uh, in the lands of Dagger Green. It's a couple miles out of town, but yeah. Commandeer a wagon or something like that, so we don't have to walk it. Uh not really wagon friendly. Hmm. That was kind of by design. Well, a couple miles out, a couple miles in. I mean, if you want to, sure. I mean, well, why it, not? Otherwise, we just stay on the ship. It's on the way out to where we're going in the morning, anyway. Oh, so this is a. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's not a place like we would sail to to get to this. No, no. no. Okay. Well, if it's on the way, let's uh, by all means grab a. I'm going to fill my pockets with fried uh, clams, and then let's uh, start moving. <laughs> I mean, we'll provision up however we can. Yeah. yeah, and it's easy enough to get. People are more than happy to sell to you some, uh, you know, tons of basic stuff. Um, are there any orcs that could give us some info about this guy? Dad asked about that earlier. Nobody spoke up. No, nobody. Okay. Um, you know, they don't really know much either. Uh, you know, the, the citizens of Stormhaven and, and those tribes that live there don't communicate much with the inner tribes. It's kind of an opposition uh, you know, orcs don't like the idea of settling and being anywhere near that civilized. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, like, they were never civilized enough to truly be accepted by like Caliban and the other duchies. So they were kind of always off on their own. Well, they're really good at survival, but at the same time, like their information is sketchy because they they war with the orcs as much as anybody else does. Yeah. Uh, other than that, they you know they say, well, it's not like this hasn't happened before. A powerful warrior emerges makes some claim, tries to unite the clans. Um, this one just seems to be getting the job done at the moment. And then but, an, an it, assassin is sent. <laughs> they've just heard the rumors. He's he's some sort of a mighty warrior, claims to be uh, a god king, claims to be have some sort of divinity and uses that to convince everybody to follow him. And if that doesn't work, then he beats the shit out of him. Oh, no. Did you just have the same thought I did? Maybe. Was it about a, a certain Eldrazine? Yep. Oh, no. Fuck. That, no. Was, no. that was exactly, no. No. exactly what I thought. Like, I, as I turned to you, I oh, saw the look no. on your face. Oh, God. <laughs> and I home the green skin. Fuck! Fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I didn't realize you could time travel until I saw y'all do it, and then I did it. It was great. It's pretty fun. It's I want to do that forever <laughs> and conquer all of time. He just I'm pulls, he just now. pulls the Aku, Aku on us right before we defeat him. He just time travels back. <laughs> hey, Wid, what's y'all's birthdays? And Roddy's like, oh, I think it's like April 12th, and then... <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I know exactly how I'd respond to he that. I'd be like, "Well, master, what can we do now? Sir? Uh, how can I assist you?" He didn't even you okay? say what. Yeah, <laughs> he just bloody vanished. <laughs> he just kept going back to April twelfth, year after year after year. Yep. Oh, that looks like an elf kid. <laughs> Uh, they do know that he has some sort of a temple, quote-unquote, oh. off oh. in the mountains. Ooh. 
I wonder if it like travels from place to place. So <laughs> they kind of have a rough idea where it is. So yeah. they're able to sketch you out something of a map. Now this is orc map, but you yeah. you know the territory enough. You're like I, I I can find that. It's a circle with two X's yeah. and one X says here, and the other X is there. Yeah, the blue is the land. I mean, all things considered, it's not too far away. You just get into the mountains, and there's a you got to head up into the, a couple of mountain passes, and they say it's supposedly up in there. Roddy is relatively familiar with that area, um, so. Yeah, I mean, you have enough idea. You're like, eh, yeah, I mean. I recall sure. murdering some people there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And here, and also here. And People, uh, that's a strong Well, word. beings. Oh, dear. <laughs> Noids, humanoids. Well, you guys can go try to kill a god king, or at least make your way out there on the next episode of the Adventures Vault Podcast. Homecomings are hard. <laughs> How hard? <laughs> Apparently not very. Hard homecoming, no. <laughs> the next in the video series from 